Uh, hi, um, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Luke Who's Watching. Now, today I'm going to talk about the 90s sitcom Seinfeld uh, and just my, ooh, excuse me, some of my thoughts um, on that show. Um, it's on Netflix and I've been watching it. Um, I've not quite finished it. I think I'm season six. For, uh, yeah, season six. I'm getting getting towards the end of it anyway, but um, as it's the next episode, I thought I'd get in and share share with you my my thoughts um, on on Seinfeld. Now, Seinfeld, it's one of the um, I, I feel it, it's it's probably labelled as one of one of sort of uh, TV's best shows, and yeah, you know, I wouldn't necessarily disagree with that. Now, I, I will say. Um, I've not really watched it much, or as much as I have been uh, in the in the past. I've most definitely been aware of the show, what it's about, um, and that sort of uh, stuff. But it wasn't really a show that I had had ever consciously sat down and uh, you know watched watched uh, episodes of. It's like if it was on, I'd probably watch a little bit of it. But but apart from that. Um, not really a, a, a huge, big, big, um, watcher of it in like previously, but uh, I tell you what, one thing I'll so Seinfeld, it, it is, it contains, well, it's, it's a classic, um, was there four friends? So you've got, uh, Jerry, uh, you could say it's his show. So you've got Jerry, you've got Elaine, you have Kramer and you have, George. So they all have their sort of um, their uh, tags, if I could use that term. Jerry, I'm not really sure how to describe him. I guess he's just the average guy. Kramer's, you know, the quirky neighbour who always has like some sort of uh, scheme. You have um, Elaine, who I think you could probably best describe as she's probably the most capable out of all of them, and she's like the um, uh, professional professional woman, I guess, really. And then George is just a bit of a, can I say, down and out type of guy, um, struggles with things, but also doesn't help himself. I think you could say. I feel that I'm a bit of a George watching Seinfeld. I'm like, wow, I'm I'm, I'm a George. One thing I was hmm, shocked. I don't know, actually, I won't say I was shocked. I was surprised by in the early episodes, in the early seasons, George is a real estate guy, and he's like in control. Like he has sort of things. His, can I say, his life is. Um, it's it's good, like it's decent. He's a real estate guy, uh, but he, you know, can't remember why he loses lost that job. Oh, well, he wanted to use the boss's private bathroom, and he wouldn't let him, and it just sort of went downhill. But um, yeah, so George is like, like it's like this. It just started off promising for him, but it sort of deteriorated. I guess you could say. <laughs> Now, also, a couple of things I noticed in the early, early shows. Now, Jerry's dad is actually a different character 
Um, when, we, when we first see Jerry's dad, I think it might be first season. He's some guy. I can't remember. What he's, I'm not sure. He's, anyway, some dude. But then, what, like the later uh, episodes of the later seasons, he's he's a different actor. So, but his mum is still the same uh, woman. And Jerry's parents, uh, sorry, um, George's parents don't change either. But we don't see them until until later, um, which is. Uh, yeah, interesting. And something too that is set up pretty much in the first episode. I think it's the first episode, second episode. What happens is Jerry he go, he's out with Elaine. Also, no Elaine character in the pilot episode either, which is interesting. When you get to season one proper, Elaine comes uh, comes along. But anyway, I think it's the first regular episode. I think it's the first episode after the pilot. Maybe the second episode after the pilot episode. Like Elaine's in the show at this point. George, uh, sorry, Jerry and um, Elaine go out, and there's a lady who uh, Jerry talks to. And she, I think she says she's a lawyer, she, and she he says what. Sorry, she says what law firm she works at. So Jerry's just running that through his head. Now, like the next day or the day after, he finds out where this law firm is and he goes to the building and him and George are there and they're having a conversation. Now, I think this sets out the show quite perfectly because there are like references and things in here that start, that come back later on. It's quite interesting. Now, George, I have no idea why. I mean, look, at this point, he's a real estate guy, okay, but he is, for some reason, he is like, oh, uh, tell this, tell this. He comes up with this idea of, instead of George being a real estate guy, he's like, oh, you tell her I'm, a, I, I'm an architect. Yeah, I'm an architect. And <laughs> which is like a little bit of a thing that sort of goes, it's like in some of the earlier shows, George is like, oh, yeah, you know, he wants to be an architect. I mean, he's a real estate guy. Anyway. But this is the thing. When they're there, they're having a conversation of, you know, why we have to come up with a reason why we're at the building. And George is like, well, we could be here to meet somebody. And they're, so they're having a conversation about, yeah, that's great. Now, George comes up with the name Vandalay because he's there going Corvalay, and I'm sure they ended up on Vandalay. Now, and there's later episodes where George doesn't have a job. He says that he works for Vandalay Industries. And when he when they were talking in this is episode two or three, when they were talking in the foyer of this building as to you know, they had to come up with an excuse as to why they're at the building, so George, sorry, so Jerry could meet this woman and be like, Hey, um they're cooking up this plan and they came up with or George came up with, Hey, we're here to see Art Vandalay. He's an importer exporter. <laughs> which is the thing, like he's an importer exporter. And um Yeah. And then actually that was quite funny because the lady comes down and they'll talk they're talking to her. And just out of the blue, George is like, Oh yeah, I'm an architect and the lady goes, Oh, so what do you design? And he says railroads and she's like, So don't engineers do that? And he goes, They can do. <laughs> now I'd have thought Surely it wouldn't be ridiculous for because George he is a real estate guy. Now I'm not saying real estate people know anything about architecture, but he's a real estate guy. Couldn't he just say, "Yeah, I design condos," or "Oh yeah, you know that new building 
the new housing or over whatever. Oh yeah, I designed that. I mean, you know, he 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 could have made the the lie uh, work, but it just didn't work because you know, he's too stupid. Something also that is a bit of a trend in the show is that the bosses, so Elaine's bosses, uh, George bosses, George's bosses. You know, they're just they're like eccentric, weird characters. If I could say that, um, like when Elaine's a, a editor, I think it at a or she's a publisher, like book publisher and such, and her boss is a bit eccentric. He's a bit weird. Now, where I'm up to currently, she's working for Mr. Pitt, and he is also a bit, like, eccentric, I think it's a good word word to, to use. Um, one of the episodes I watched recently, she was, they were having a conversation about something, and Mr. Pitt started eating a Mars bar with a knife and fork, which is, you know, weird. Uh, interesting but it's good you know you have a character there'll be a character in an episode and they're not necessarily just like a throwaway person because there will be a reference to them or they will come back in later shows as well which is um you know i think which is good um and yeah i mean it's interesting what would you describe the show as i think there's there's a couple of episodes where jerry and george are writing a pilot for nbc and it's actually quite funny because George is like, oh, he's going to try and, you know, he tries to pull some scam to get more money out of them, but it actually backfires and they get less money than what they were originally offered, which is quite funny. Uh, so, yes, yeah, sort of, that's a kind of thing that happens to George. He tries to pull some sort of con and it backfires <laughs> and he ends up like worse off um, than, than what he would have been if he just went went for it straight up. So, um but in those those round of episodes where they're writing their episode uh, their pilot show for NBC and they're like, well, it's a show about nothing, right? Which I mean, it is, but it is a show about sort of somewhat real life situations. I think you can watch Seinfeld and you can go, you know, they'll be talking about somebody and they'll have like a bit of a funny nickname for them, and you're like, yeah, that's that's like legit. Or they might go. They might be planning to go out, and somebody goes one place, somebody goes somewhere else, and just, then they don't quite. It doesn't quite work out, you know. They don't quite meet up, and that sort of such. And like that, they're somewhat real life situations, if I could say that. There is there is an episode. I think my favorite two episodes, and they're back to back. I think there's one episode where Jerry he gets investigated by the book detective or the library detective because there's a there's a there's a book. Um, he gets like a reminder uh, from the library about a book that he borrowed in the 70s which had never been taken back and the book detective Mr Bookman comes who's a great character if I'm, if I'm honest he's quite hilarious like yeah this is how you get your kick Seinfeld you know he's doing like a big dragnet sort of uh, thing uh, but that episode's quite uh, that episode I think is my favourite because it, it's just the book guy, the scene in Jerry's apartment with the, Mr. Bookman, is pretty great. It's 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 quite amusing, and um, it's just really, uh, uh, yeah, I like it. And then the backstory with the you know, the gym teacher who stole, who actually has the book, and he used to call um, George Costanza. He used to be can't stand you, can't stand you, which. Um, <laughs> 
which is quite funny. And it's and it's interesting how like they're at the library and George comes in and he's like, "You see that homeless guy? He's like whoever the gym teacher was." And like, "Yeah, but it, you know, it, it's sort of it's seeded." And then at the end of the show, it's like, "Yeah, the gym teacher stole the book, right?" So it's uh, yeah, oh, like that's quite. Um, I really liked that. I thought it was it was quite good. And then I think the next it's the next episode after that, which I think is also a very good episode, and it's well, it's just good writing. I think in this this next next episode, because what has happened is they have gone shopping. So they've gone to the mall, they've gone shopping, but they can't find their car. They're not sure where the car is, which is a situation I'm sure everybody has been in. But the episode. It's just it's the four of them going around the car park trying to find the car. Like they're not going anywhere. They're not really doing, you know, they're not doing anything interesting. They're just going around a car park looking for a vehicle. Okay, like how is that interesting? But that said, something happens to each of them in in the show, and it's. You know, it, it's a, it's also a classic. I think I talked about, I might have talked about this in an episode before, but the concept of, you know, you give the audience something. I think I might have talked about this in the Seabiscuit episode, but you give the audience something good and then you take it away. That happens quite a bit in this episode. Like, they're walking around and then somebody go, oh, yeah, we parked the car here. So you're like, that's good. So then they go to, you're giving the audience something good. They go to that location, bang, gets taken away sort of thing um and you know something happens to each of the characters i think george has to no jerry has to go to, he's like busting so he goes to take a pee like behind one of the cars and the car park cop like comes from nowhere and he gets done and like that happens to george as well and they sort of break up to try and find the car and there's a scene there like after a while they all get sort of brought back together and there's somebody like a really nice person uh, who offers to drive them around. And you're like, this is good. Like, this is a good thing. But then, I'm not sure, something happens in this person. They stop their car and they're like, get out. So, they, you know, you know, it's like the classic, you're giving the audience something good. Okay, so that's, that is, you're giving them um, the, the, the person who's offered to drive them around. That's a good thing. But then you're taking that away from them as well. Um, because it doesn't work out for whatever reason. And, yeah, like, just in that episode, they don't go anywhere. Like, nothing really happens. It's just walking around the car park trying to find the car. And it, um, like, it, but it's a good episode, though. And it's that and the book one, which I think are back-to-back episodes, are probably both of my favourite episodes. They're just really good. The car park one, the more I think about it, is it's quite, it's really great because, as I've said, like nothing happens. They're not doing anything, but it's interesting to watch, though. You're like, will they get to the car? What's, you know, it's, there's sort of, I don't want to say there's stakes in it, but, you know, it's interesting. Things are happening in it. Um, yeah, it's, I, I quite like it. And the episode, like, they're not. <sighs> I think if, if it, there's always the, the, the danger, if you go back and you watch a show from 10, 20, 30 years ago, and it's just awkward to watch. It's just not really funny anymore, and it's just so dated and awful. But I don't really think Seinfeld is. I think it's, it's not really, like, offensive um, in any way. And 
I think it is a show that would the concept and the show I think would work well now. And some it's always a a bit of a thing if you go back to a show and something for me that can really date something is the technology in the show. So you might go back to and watch uh, oh, I don't know, let's say like a, a, I, I'm struggling, I'll say a 90s episode right of Law and Order. Now they're getting, like they're in an office, you know, they've got, they've got computers, etc. you know, they're out on the street to see cars or whatever. It's all old stuff and it dates the show. Whereas in Seinfeld, there's not, like there's not really much technology, if that makes sense in it. So yes, Jerry has a computer he has he has a cordless phone, which is quite interesting, and he also has he has a phone on the, the traditional telephone. But apart from that, there's not really like it's not really much technology in the show to date it, if that makes sense. You know, I think the way they dress and their clothing, um, you could most definitely say dates the show a bit. But you know, they don't, there's not really big scenes with them out and about. Um, you know, sort of too much. They're either, it's either Jerry's apartment, the diner, maybe a quick bit on the street, but you only see them like on the footpath um, and maybe a couple of other sort of interior locations. And it's all reasonably, um, it's all reasonably, um, uh, you know, it's all reasonably basic sort of stuff. So to show... I don't really think it's aged too badly, and I feel that the jokes and the scenarios and things are still quite relevant and are quite um, and are quite good. And there's not really any like it's it's pretty evergreen. Like there's not really too many references of the time, if that makes sense. It's all pretty evergreen um, to me, anyway. Pretty evergreen sort of stuff. So of course, you know, this may vary few, but. Um, yeah, I'm not really sure what else to say. Um, I have enjoyed watching Seinfeld. Um, it's on Netflix, of course, so if you want to watch it, it's on there. And, um, yeah, I think I'm going to wrap it up. I think I'm going to wrap it up there. Oh, yeah, I need to give it a, uh, I need to give it a rating, don't I? How many toilet rolls am I going to give Seinfeld? Hmm. I think I'm going to give Seinfeld, I think, four. I think four toilet rolls. I think it deserves, yep, I think four toilet rolls. I think it is probably one of the better. I generally find, this could be controversial, but I generally find sitcoms and comedy in general not really funny because it's like they're, in some instances, it's like they're working hard for the joke. And comedy shows, I think actually, for me, Seinfeld, it doesn't have a laugh track on it or anything like that, which I think actually makes it better because, because you know, shows and like they crack a lame joke and it's like, it's like, it's too much at times. It is really too much. Um, yeah, so I'm going to give Seinfeld a four. Did it rate higher than The Nanny? Where are my notes? It didn't. There you go. Banania gave four, four and a half. So 
Forced for toilet rolls, Seinfeld. It's just, I think it's just a solid show. Really, I think it's just a solid show. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's quality. It's good. It's just good, basic, quality TV. You know, they're doing basic things right. It, there's no dumb gimmicks really in it. You know, there's some there's some running jokes and that sort of stuff. But every episode is sort of within, it, within itself. There's not really too much of a through line with stuff. And um, yeah, I just I I enjoyed it. It's it's a good it's a good show. It's a good show. So um, yeah, well that is my thoughts on Seinfeld. I've been watching Seinfeld. So yeah, four stars. No, not four stars. Four toilet rolls for Seinfeld. And, um, yeah, it's on Netflix. If you, uh, Netflix in Australia here anyway, if you want to watch it. So, yeah. Thanks, everybody, and I'll catch you in the, uh, the next show. Bye.